Hello world and welcome. Today we will be talking about stem cells and we are here yet again with your boy Omari Jackson and I got a little tum tum make. Hold up, uh, I have a question. Can we restart? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I never no. said his name. I no, I don't care if I didn't say my name. I clapped. That I clapped. No, this is all part of the podcast now. Oh, well, hello. Well, this is editing. All right. Hello, YouTube. It's us. Um, we're bad at this now. All right, go ahead. Yes. Oh, my God. Wait. We're, we're terrible at this. We're going on with this because we're giving you a losing time. Okay, we're going okay. on with this. Just restart. That's what. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, stem cells. Let's get to okay. it then. Mike Man Gabe has spoken. This terrible intro will remain. I am Donnie, and we have... Two guests today. Conjoined twins. Hello, I kind am Danielle Sulfa. And I am Ashley Prashad. And Hi. today we will be discussing stem cells, their um, ethic, potential, and whatever other topics we feel like should fit in with this. All right. Well, so to start off, we ask ourselves, is it morally right to do the abortion <laughs> to the abortion well, With, but it's not abortion it's whatever embryonic stem cell taking out of the body so no wait, not even body the lab so more specifically you know when the little wiggly guy meets the little circle thing they make a little baby they don't make a baby listen here <laughs> before they make a clump of cells. before they become a baby they become an embryo and see those things right have these magical things that are called stem cells. And the the baby stem cells, the embryo stem cells. They're not baby stem cells. The embryo stem cells. Yes. <laughs> they can, they're omnipotent. Which means they have the potential to basically become almost any other cell. Well, it all depends on the stage. Yeah. At the stage, it could be pluripotent. And those are the weak boys, adult not cells. Not as weak as multipotent. Like adult stem cells. And see the moral complications that some people don't believe that it's okay to get stem cells from embryos. Me and my boy Grayson over here, we don't think it's we don't think it's good. We think it's real bad. Yeah, yeah. Embryonic stem cell research? No way. No way. That's like commie stuff, man. Like you better you guys drink Pepsi. <laughs> Ouch, you calling us Pepsi drinkers? Dang. That's hurt that's hurtful, man. Okay, what say you in your defense, other side? Well, stem cells lead the way of science. It gives us nearly unlimited potential to heal diseases like cancer or diseases that have already been cured by stem cells, particularly Stargardt's disease. And it allows us for unique ways to heal different diseases. Okay, so now cancer is basically a clump of unorganized cells, which is the same thing as an embryo, which means if you're not careful, you will end up giving your patient cancer. Are you okay with that? Well, that is a side effect. Tumors are. They're always a side effect. And there's always those negative side effects that can happen. But the potential, the, the potential good, we talked about this in episode four, shameless self-plug, the potential outweighs the negative possibilities in oh, but, ways. But does it? Because y'all are killing babies. They're not killing babies. They We're will be ba babies eventually. But they have they're a high not chance. babies. You killing they're potential a, a babies. Clump of cells. 
so far. It's like a seed. But when do you determine it's a baby? When. Hmm. However, when it has feet, a heartbeat, and a brain. If you have feet, what if a baby's (laughs) born without feet? Well, it has. mm. Ooh, they they don't even love their own babies. You see this? They have have all these labels. Brain, heartbeat, and a brain. Well, heartbeat determines it. Then, like, heartbeat's the only thing, so it it can't even be conscious. Maybe it's brain dead. Is it still a person? Still a baby? Well, you're discussing that in your IA, aren't you, Grayson? Determining that. Personhood is determined by conscious thought. Conscious thought is different than heartbeat. It is, but if the baby moves consciously, then it's a person. But up until that point, is it a person or is it just something? Conscious movement is the same thing in sperm cells. Sperm cells move by themselves with, without assistance. They are singular entities. If you crush the seed of a tree, then the tree will never be born. But there's a low chance of a tree being born. But it's the same thing with a baby. Maybe the baby won't be successful, but there is that chance that it will. So why are you just killing an assumption that it won't live? Okay, so it's like you kill – you're not even killing it because it's not even alive. You're unaliving basically. it. But it's not like a thing yet. It's like a clump of cells that are just mutating, which cells do, like bacteria. So you know what? You could be killing the first female president, and you wouldn't even know. You, okay, you cool with I that? wouldn't know. You wouldn't know either. That's why we don't allow here killing embryos. But we do. And it's helping us a lot more. Is it, though? Yes. Really? I feel like he's yes. just turning all of us into a bunch of murderers. Heartless murderers. No. Because we're not killing something. We're not killing a human. Oh, so now the embryos aren't human. They're not. Okay, so they're so wow, this baby. You're just going to take this they're child. They're not a baby. They're, okay, they're but not say a child. So, okay, so we have this child, right? We're going to take this child. Basically what you're saying. Taking this child. We're going to use its cells to... You know, we're going to, and we're going to put it together and make us better. So, like, I want a third arm. Well, screw that child. It's mine now. Okay, but the cells come, the the sperm and the egg come from donors. So the donors probably didn't want. Oh, but that actually can happen. See, if you donate your sperm and your egg, if you have both, and you put them (laughs) both in, (laughs) and you put them both in a tube, two babies are a thing. I personally know one. Um, they start out in a tube and then they're then put into the womb. So it's like not too late to turn back. You can't just say, "Oh, it's too late now." It's n- it's not in the womb. But I guess it's like how you use the cells. Okay, so if you have the like thought process, "Hey, I want to reproduce," then you can insert that embryo. But if you're just like, "Hey, I want to benefit people," then they're gonna take the stem cells out of. The how embryo. do you know that embryo cannot benefit people? You're, you're taking away the potential for a great life just for your research that can be done in other ways. Okay, but you don't you don't know for sure that it's going to benefit us. You don't know it can be a serial killer. That's the same with the embryo, though. The embryo could cause cancer. Yes, but it can also help cancer patients. But aren't there safer ways of researching without killing innocent lives? Is there? Tell me one. They were innocent. Like, I I couldn't be here right now. Like, say I was I was this embryo in a tube, man. They just stole me. They just took me and put me in someone else. I wouldn't even be here, man. I'd, I'd be like someone's implants, man. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would, it's the argument of the greater good, ultimately. Someone's implants are a greater good. Well, it depends because if stem cell research can lead the way to, I don't know, maybe cure cancer, which probably won't happen because then all those businesses that make money off of cancer treatments go correct. out of business. Yeah. Then... They would then 
cancer would be cured and then people wouldn't be dying millions of deaths of cancer for the sake of a few thousand embryonic stem cells that were researched it it's all it all comes down to greater good and your personal views and opinions really okay but for sake of debate we have to decide what is right and what is wrong using stem cells is right i mean I are you, I mean are you sure about that? I mean, did you know that there's a couple, right? And there is this. They had like an embryo that was frozen for like twenty, twenty four years, right? Mm-hmm. And they just like you know unfrozen it and they had it, and now it's a perfectly healthy normal baby. And you mean to straight up tell me that like that baby just didn't matter? Like you should they should have just used that embryo for research instead. Hold up, how old is that baby now? Like, what, does it count? I mean, it was a frozen embryo, which means but technically... But it wasn't life. It, it we was start counting life. age when we come out of the womb. It's not in That's the womb. It, you took it out of the womb. Yeah, but then he had to insert it. But it's called your do- birth date, yeah, not your like when you conception come out of the womb, date. It's the day that you're born, cons- not the day that you become alive. Okay, okay. That makes sense. But that means it'd, be, it'd have to be put back in. So is there like, hey, you weren't concepted on this day, but we put you back in on this day. Yeah. Te- we put Te- you in oven. Technically, we start being alive when we're generated as sperm. We're, but we're not born until, you know, we come out as a baby. Okay, so, like, I don't know anymore. How do we determine if this is right? Because, it, like Donnie said, it could lead to curing cancer, but that probably won't happen because everyone's corrupt. Well, not even with cancer. Like, it can help people with, like, diabetes, like, mm. smaller instead of cancer. Like, recreating the pancreatic, like, pancreas. Pancreas. And stuff. Isn't the pancreas useless? No, what? that's the appendix. That's okay. the appendix. Yeah, <laughs> the appendix is useless. Well, I don't know if it's useless. Maybe it's got some hidden, hidden use that we don't know yet, and we're just dumb. Yeah, the pancreas gives insulin and helps regulate your blood sugar. Which is very important for life. And if stem cells could benefit people who have a pancreatic disease that could potentially save their lives, they could go on to do great things. Okay, but what, okay, they could go on to do great things. But they've already lived their life, haven't they? This person you've tr- you're trying to save, they're probably older than most people. No, young kids have diabetes. But are you going to try and – is it going to be fatal at such a young age? And by the time it is fatal, they've lived. But this embryo hasn't. You just took that life to extend another one that probably wasn't nearly as important. Well, that's the same argument with transplants today. People who need, say, a kidney, if they're older, they're less likely to receive the kidney. So it it comes down to really money – and who you are and what you've done with your life. And it's kind of up to the person to decide. Not the person, but there needs to be a decision somewhere that is evaluated from both sides of an argument. Um, In your opinion, seeing that you see embryonic stem research, stem cell research viable, do you do you think that like passive, not passive, potential. Do you think like p- a potential life is less like 
less valuable than the current life. Well, you don't even know if that embryo is going to, like, be birthed because you, people still have miscarriages. Yeah, but so you don't know it's if the, the same. You don't know if it's going to be successful either. That, that embryonic stem cell might not do the best thing to that person. It might have terrible side effects, give them cancer, and they die the next day. Maybe you, gas, maybe you gather nothing from won't. that specific embryo. The same embryo you're killing could also provide zero contribution to research, thus being just as useless as a dead embryo. No, I mean, but it is giving valuable stuff to research. With, like, we're solving, it helps with the pancreas and diabetes and cancer, bone cancer, and it helps, like, blind people with bad retina cells. Okay, but what about, like, implanting human embryonic stem cells into animals to grow human organs? That seems very inhumane to me. They're clones. But isn't it, like, the same thing where we mass produce, like, one animal to benefit people so we're still using for self-benefit yeah i guess it's self-benefit but that's you know is it really necessary to do that yes because how would we all live if we didn't yeah i think that's a different debate in terms of how much is an animal's life truly worth but that's what we're saying we're not saying it's human yet we're saying this embryo isn't human yet so is it an animal because this embryo is always a human it's not a human there's this embryo can't become anything else other than human. Are you sure about that? Hmm. Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> there is a philosopher that has uh, kind of discussed um, the ideas of people and human nature, and I forget who it is. I think it's Rousseau or something, but he says that humans are very greedy and self-centered. They wait for the downfall of others to make their own benefit. And he used this in reference to um, great city-states and whatnot and warring times. They hope that their enemies go to war so they can scavenge the remnants and rebuild a greater empire for themselves. So it poses that same idea today where people are selfish. So there's always going to be someone who will sacrifice someone else for the benefit of either their own or someone that they deeply care about. You, you sound like you're countering your own argument there, Donnie. Um, you said it was selfish people, self-interest, and that sounds like something very tyrannical. They, this embryo has no choice, and the Americans fleed from Britain colonies and attacked and revolted because of this tyrannical idea where they couldn't have their own voice. This embryo doesn't have its own voice right now. But even if it had its own voice, even if it gets birth and becomes a child, it doesn't have a choice to be alive or to be dead because of external influences. So either way, it doesn't have a choice. However, this this is a choice that we can control. Like, this isn't... But who are we to say that, oh, it deserves to live, or who... Exactly. Who are we to say it deserves to die? Exactly. But why give it life if it doesn't have a choice? We we shouldn't impose upon it. That's... This is, like, just like the trolley problem. We... Personally, I don't think you should take any... You're trying to control someone's fate. It doesn't have... Well... If you didn't put any interest into it and you didn't do anything, it would just grow or die. It'd do it all by itself. It'd have its own choice. What you're trying to do is you're trying to force its own fate upon it. Well, you could do that even after birth, technically. You can find ways to influence a child's life 
So kind of, again, another philosopher, Locke, he discusses blank slate and how when you're born, you have nothing, you have no previous conceptions of the world, and it is up to the people that are around you to establish that. So in the same case that you're saying you'd self-implement, you could do that to an already born child if you subject them to the exact lifestyle that you want to. But rebels don't just come from nowhere, Donnie. They, they are a thing, and it is the outliers that truly do matter, isn't it? But there's an external force oh, but outside they, they went that against causes that. those. They went against they that. They chose to become a rebel. They chose to go against the system because they have the ability to choose, and the embryo does not. Okay, so let's let, can we talk about this whole... Okay, so... This is pretty... Okay, so men do this... <laughs> they masturbate, and they give off a lot of... <laughs> Sperm? Sperms, okay, which has potential for life. And girls, they release an egg, which has a potential for life. So why not use those sperm and eggs that are being wasted for something that will benefit the all, the because people? Because those things are have become like a natural part. That's a natural part of life. Those are things that are not going to stop happening. However, in terms of the embryonic stem research, we have a choice to whether to do it or to not do it. And... I don't feel like that same choice applies to girls. But people are donating their sperms for this research and to, like, help the future with medicine. People go to abort. People go to giggle at abortions. Does it make it all right? Okay, but abortion. Okay, so people abort their babies because they can't support it. So why have a baby if you can't support it? That's not the only reason, though. They could just abort it just to abort it. I don't know. They're sick people. You got to think of the worst case and the best case. Okay, the best so case is they can't support it. But the worst case is they just hate children. Well, not even that. I mean, if even if they have the baby, if they can't provide it a good, healthy life, then why have a baby? And if it happens, sometimes it happens by accident. So why have a baby if you can't support it? So abortions? Is it is it okay? I mean... It's a thing. Well, it's a thing. But someone could have aborted Hitler. Oh. But, you know, the second Hitler has already been aborted, hasn't he? Or has he? You know? It's kind of like this weird thing that, you know, it doesn't really matter. It, it Fate has its own way of working, so we don't really get a choice because it's all a computer simulation, whatever we're in. But you know what we couldn't choose to do? We can create a superhero. Hear me out. Hear me out. So stem cells have the potential to become any other cell, including, let's say possibly, skin cells, collagen, you know, whatever. And so... If a person could have a large collection of stem cells, let's just say like a pocket of stem cells somewhere on their body, let's say, and of course, if they live with this, their brain would be wired to kind of work with it. So if they were to, let's say, get like a, a cut, like they, they, I don't know, they hit a tree too hard and they like cut open their knuckles or something. So couldn't the stem cells, since there's such a large abundance of them, go to that area, convert themselves into skin cells, and then repair that area? thus creating a real-life, like, sort of Wolverine with a healing factor. But don't we do that, like, already? Like, if we cut ourselves? But we not we it would be at a way faster rate. Okay. Because you'd have the stem cells kind of already made. So you want stem cells. So you think stem cells well, are beneficial. I think he's just bringing something up just to bring it up. But a thing that would counter that is you'd have to recirculate the entire body to match that organ. It would have to be its own system. It couldn't be the circulation system because then things would get, you know, the stem cells would mix with this, you know, the blood. That's fair. I feel like another 
issue would also be the fact that I mean, it's because it's such a like isn't a large generation of cells cancer. Oh, so that really wouldn't work. That means hmm, the embryonic the embryonic stem cells, I guess, couldn't even do that, and that's like really dope. And yeah. like theoretically, they should be able to, but there'd be so many issues if that were to happen. Oh yeah, there's there's it's just so bad, you know. Embryonic stem cells just have like this high chance of doing something so terrible. But adult like stem cells, there's also many other different stem cells. So, and I mean your example with the the sperm. I mean, yes, that's mass genocide, but <laughs> <laughs> it it happens naturally. So no men choose but to. wet oh, dreams, oh. wet dreams are very natural. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually. If men don't, then they will have wet dreams anyway, which is still the release force by nature, not by men. Try me. Yeah. But only if, isn't it like only if guys think that way? No. Then it'll happen? No. no. It's completely involuntary. That, it's involuntary. It's like, you know, period. It's just going to happen. No, it's not. We don't think about it. Like guys, about, Exactly. We don't have that's to our think point. We don't think about it. It just happens. Just happen. But you guys have to have like that Did mindset. You choose no, you don't. About fetuses? Are you trying, <laughs> to, about are you trying to explain to men how to be men? No, <laughs> it's just weird because... What if you guys didn't have like that sexual fantasy like happens. ever in your whole life? Ever it's in your how can you say that if you have experience? The reason that it still happens is because your testicles will always generate sperm, and at some point in time, it has to release what is generated. You're right. Because then it get old Thank and nasty. <laughs> I think this has gone too far. <laughs> this has gone oh, too oh. far. Let's uh, recenter this discussion. Oh, Donnie, come on. Onto Jeez, the man. morality of stem cells, please, because I don't think anyone wants to hear about what you guys are talking it's about. It's the same stuff. What do you think makes an embryo, Donnie? <laughs> well, obviously, but the morality. Don't obviously be, what, Donnie? Don't be immature, Donnie. We're scientists. You're scientists? We're exploring. <laughs> Where's your PhD, then? You know what? It's on the wall in my bedroom. I will go get it later. You know, I don't think all scientists have PhDs, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. maybe. You're right. Doctors always have PhDs. Yeah. Because that's how we label them. Yeah. They're but, a doctor because they have... Their PhD. The, dude, n- nurses don't have them, and you're really trusting that nurse with your life. I mean, they could cough on you, you know? You could be, like, super sick, and they could just cough on you, and then Ew. boom, dead. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, Grayson. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. Like, say, <laughs> I, say, say I have AIDS. That nurse coughs on me, I have the high potential of dying. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Okay, that may be true, but And you know still. what couldn't save him? Embryotic stem cells. Embryonic stem cells can benefit a lot more, though. Maybe they can't solve the problem with AIDS or HIV, but they can benefit other things. Oh, they couldn't. How about we put the funds and the time that we're putting into researching babies and killing those babies? We're not killing babies. We're killing a, for AIDS a lump of cells. And HIV. Collection. Lump of cells. Okay. Aren't you just a lump of cells? Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, you but are. But I'm more of a human than an embryonic cell because an embryonic cell can is like equivalent to a tumor. So you're just saying that because you have more cells than him, you're more important. Yes. So so s- you're saying <laughs> that is so yeah, because because you're bigger, you're more important. Well, remember, what size matters. Size matters. <laughs> size yeah. matters. Yeah. So what do we value more, a human or a clump of cells? So if there was an embryo laying on the floor and there was a human, which one would you save if a car was coming? Depends on what the human looks like. <laughs> <laughs> If he looks like he has potential, maybe the human. But, you know, that, that embryo, you know, you never know. Maybe it could, could be, be a serial killer. A serial killer. Or it could be Bill Gates. <laughs> it could be. That's a high chance, high risk. 
risk versus reward. Yeah, but we have to label the See, pros and cons. You, embryonic stem cell research has a lot of cons. You have to have some a lot pretty of pros. big pros to, to go against that. And in terms of that scenario, if he's truly someone important, you would know. If he's important to someone, someone would be there. If not, no one would be there. And in that case, the embryo has to take the win because the embryo could become someone important. But it also has that potential to not become important. However, the person in front of you is already seemingly not important. Who's in front of who? What? <laughs> yeah. I'm lost. Not in front. I mean, the, the other the, the person. Oh, the oh, real oh. person. The person in the scenario. Yes. Is seemingly not important. Okay. Have we we still haven't justified our morals yet? I don't I don't know your morals exactly or your ethics, your plans with this. To help the people that are alive now. But like I thought the purpose of a of ancestors was to give to the next generation because we know we're going to die anyways. So give what you can to the next generation, but you're killing off the next generation. We're not killing off the next generation. But we're just using the sperm that would be wasted. For better, better use. But it could still grow still into a human. It could still grow into a human. Okay, but if you but cure cancer, then no one in the next generation has cancer. If you cure Stargardt's disease, then no one will have Stargardt's disease. But the communists won't cure it. Yeah, the communists won't let us. Cancer? Are you serious? You know how are much you, money are they you get off cancer me a communist? You know those foundations steal your money, right? Depends. How do we know that the embryonic stem research companies are not stealing our money just to kill babies and get off on that? Maybe they just like poison people. They're not and cancer's babies. Just, cancer They're is just a scandal. Babies. Wow, actually, you seem very, very passionate about not calling these babies. I mean, you feel very. They're, they're you seem, you seem very babies. biased. It's almost as if. Or what do you call babies? Okay, is a blobfish a fish or is it not a fish? It's just a blob of cells, but it's a still a fish. fish. A blobfish. Yeah, a blobfish. Can we look that up? Can we see what that looks like? Fact checker? It looks like Squidward. Kind <laughs> of. It's like a pink Squidward. If you're listening but right now. it's a fish. Please look up a blobfish. I, it's a fish. But when you take it out of water, it's not. Is it? Is a fish out of water still a fish? Yes, because you called it a fish out of water. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you spell fish differently, it's still fish. Okay, hold not? up, hold up. So this reproduced result of a sperm and an egg, the result of a sperm and an egg is the same thing no matter what, right? Because I'm a result from a sperm and an egg. And so is that embryo over there sitting on the floor right now. Okay. So we're the same thing. We're human. No, you're not. Because you're human. Results. We identify you as a human, but we identify that as an embryo. Why? However, what did, you, what, did you, what did you previously identify us as? Toddlers, babies, and before that, an embryo. Oh, so we were once embryos. But so are you, you an embryo you, now? You, wait, wait. You mean that the same title an embryo has could also be given to a, a, a true person? Mm. Okay, so embryos aren't functional beings like a human is somebody who can think and who can walk but an embryo isn't somebody who they can't just like think they don't have a conscience they're not alive yet they're not well they're alive but they're not like developed into the point where they can contribute anything neither are brain dead people they're just stealing our resources they're vegetables but they once had potential and they once like an embryo currently has potential this this embryo once had potential to become a human but but you're taking that away see a brain dead a brain dead person was a human and is now it's not but now it's not it's a body it has a body like us so so a person in grave elvis sitting in his grave right now is a i'm pretty sure he's a skeleton but is he a human But he was once identified as a human so an embryo could be identified as a person okay so a human is a human but you can't call it like an embryo. But you can call an embryo a human. That seems backwards. What? What? No, like yeah. So 
an embryo is an embryo, right? Yep. So you identified it as a human. Uh-huh. Well, wait, so no, an embryo is an embryo because it can become a person. An, an embryo is an embryo, and an embryo can also become a person. So so how do you identify a person? We, we don't you know can't that call a You can't call a person an embryo. See, I can't identify any of you. Can you not call a person an aged embryo? Yeah. But I can't call you, I can't say any of you are persons. Because I don't know if you guys are actually conscious. Or if you're just brains in a jar. I can barely tell if I'm conscious. Interesting. What you said about the um the brain dead people, they're not just they're not stealing our resources because there's someone paying for them to be kept alive in hopes that they will regain consciousness. And with those embryos, there's no one there particularly isn't anyone rooting for them to become something because they don't know what they are, really. It's a lack of understanding in some cases. W- was that a pun? You said rooting. We're talking about vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, okay. honestly. <laughs> are we planning on these vegetables becoming Bill Gates one day? I mean, are they really going to be that much of a help but to maybe, society? But maybe the person who is keeping them alive has the money close not close because bill gates is stupid rich but has a lot of money to keep them alive and has hoped that because they were important to them that they might be able to save them and bring them back from this the the state that they're in let me hit you with this all right why do people play the lottery even though so many people lose because they think they can win so why should we not do the same thing with the embryos? I mean, with a vegetable, you will know who that person was before, and you will know if they're a failure. But you're still willing to s- put money into that? However, you can gamble in the lottery, some stupid prize of money that will eventually go to waste, but you can't take that same gamble with an embryo. Well, you do. Mm-hmm. You can. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not exactly morally correct. Maybe there are some issues found in it but you could you could theoretically because if that embryo go goes towards the new findings to cure cancer or whatever it may do with its short but still powerful life there is still potential for it to do great things but you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket which You're not letting that embryo become a, a human. And so you don't know if it's going to be good or not. But as an embryo, if it's able to cure a disease that is killing thousands, hundreds of thousands of people a year, then that same implementation can be used to save later generations and end, maybe not end, but prevent deaths from cancers. But... So basically you're saying the embryonic stem research can possibly help with the disease, but can't the same embryo possibly become a doctor who finds a cure for those same diseases another way? I mean, that's... We would find a cure for those diseases anyways as we advance. Well, that's always a fair argument, saying that there's there's always could be a different way of saving someone or a different way that this person that could have been born would create the cure to cancer in a different way. But that's a really big could. 
the percent that you are here today, Grayson or Omari or Danielle and Ashley, the reason you guys are here, the percent chance is like one in like 1,200 billion thousand. It's like so small of a number that it's less than like, it's not even conceivable. Good sire, your chance is way, way, way lower than this man not being a doctor. You know how many people become doctors? I don't, but I know it's a lot. Now, they that increases their chances. But there are more people that don't become doctors. Yeah, but there are more embryonic stem cells that fail what you're talking about. You know, there's a high chance of that embryonic stem cell becoming a piece of cancer, man. <laughs> you know, like you're saying your chances are high of becoming cancer. Now, maybe your kid will be cancerous, but he's not going to become literal cancer and kill people. <laughs> well, it, it really just depends, though. That's for this argument. You have to you have to defi- define your own morals and you have to be able to accept your decisions with yourself in order to make that decision as to use an embryo to fund embryonic stem cells and find a way to possibly heal people who have life-threatening diseases that could make a large impact on the world. So what it seems like in terms of whether or not this is morally correct or not is that it's a gamble. And it depends on whether or not you want to take the gamble. All life is a gamble. Yep. Really. So in essence, we're just playing with life, which humans shouldn't. You know why? Because we are terrible people, and we should just leave it all up to fate. Because fate controls everything anyway. All we get to do is pick slight roads that fate will diverge for us anyway. I, I'm very bad at the game of life. Like, when I play, I usually never make it into, like, the retirement castle or whatever it's called. Yeah, I end up with, like, six kids and, like, it's, divorced. Yeah, it's kind of bad. But, I mean... Everything's a gamble. Like, right now, a meteorite could strike me dead. Boom. Right in the head. Gone, gone. Fun Bye-bye. Fact. Fun fact, 0.25% of people are doctors. Become doctors. That's less than 1%. Oh, yeah, but your number of actually getting a successful s- embryonic stem cell is probably like 0. .000 something. I doubt it being any higher. But the potential is there still. How many doctors are funding, or not funding, but doing research that is groundbreaking a smaller percent than that the potential of you getting a ben carson is not very high okay yeah, but exactly but it can happen you have a ben carson i mean you've been doing embryonic stem research for for years right this has been happening for years and nothing groundbreaking is still happening however the, the embryos from years ago are still have already been the ones that have been born at least you know they become things over the years and they still have while there might not be some groundbreaking thing happening specifically with embryonic stem research, those same people who can become doctors can still do something else. But there has been breakthroughs. It's called Stargardt's disease, and they've found ways to cure it. Okay, so I have a question. You guys are keep on talking about the potential of a embryo to be something. What about those? What about those millions of? kids that are up for adoption like what do you not care after the baby is actually born and birthed into this world like okay guess what it's what the baby does about it now think about this 
Eminem had a terrible childhood. He was abandoned. He lived in white trash trailer parks. But Eminem is a household name right now. Now, I don't think that would happen if he became someone else's third arm, okay? This embryonic stem cell, you know, repairing someone's retina, I don't think he, he could become a rapper by doing that. I don't think he could become this super rich household name by doing such meaningless things, saving one life. Or, you know, re re repairing someone's blindness. You're taking their life to repair someone else's blindness, an inconvenience to them. In essence, being thrown in a foster home doesn't condemn you to a life that means nothing. Even after they're already born past that point, they still have a potential of doing something great. Okay, well, what about overpopulation in places like China and India, where if they continue to increase at the rate that they are, then there will be, overpo there will be even more severe overpopulation, and that will cause the downfall of those locations because there will be too many people. Those babies that could not happen, they could then be put towards this, the funding, not funding, but the research of embryonic stem cells, where in any case they wouldn't be used, but uh, not abandoned, but they would have no potential. At least if they are not, if they cannot be birthed in the first place, if they are donated towards embryonic stem cell research, then there's a potential that they can do great things even in the midst of overpopulation where they cannot be born. Now, that overpopulation was a result of the good stuff, the communism. No, I'm just kidding. But it was a result of that old China tactics. And places where it's overpopulated, they do kill those children. But that was the choice of the parents, I guess. And that's... But the children still don't have any say. It's the same with embryonic stem cell research, where the embryo might not have a say, but at least as an embryo, they are able to have the potential to do something great. But again, the negative percentage, the cons overweigh these pros in this situation. That's why they don't allow the birth, because it's going to be stealing food from those who are already alive. Now you're going to be giving cancer to someone who's already almost dead. It doesn't always cause cancer. It, it just causes tumors. Yeah, but it doesn't always cure. It doesn't always cure. succeed. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always succeed. But and there's a higher chance. And it doesn't cure cancer. It just, like... People's, people don't always become Hitler. But it happens. So I guess the conclusion we're coming to very abruptly is that we take a gamble in everything. There is no solid choice ever we talked about this on the last episode the very depressing happiness episode <laughs> well i suppose mm, let's hear your final statements after all this conversation final statements okay. let's start with donnie yes i shall start okay so embryonic stem cell research comes down to the morals of the person that wants to do the research ultimately but there are cases where, in any form, the child may or may not have the potential to live like in overpopulated areas. And in that case, it would be more beneficial to mankind as a whole to put their potential into stem cell research in order to find a way to cure diseases. My final statement would definitely have to be 
in terms of moral right or wrong, it honestly just depends on whether or not you're willing to take that gamble. And I suppose whether or not you're willing to take that gamble depends on the cir- depends on the circumstance, what you can get out of it and what you can't get out of it. And of course, the probability of it going well and not going well. And in the end, that's what that w- that's what it comes down to. I guess my thing on feminines is that I find it okay to use something that doesn't have life to benefit the already living. Um, I think my final statement is life is lottery, and what you guys are doing is using these humans, these soon-to-be humans, as currency. Thank you. This argument has been covered, scattered, scattered smothered, smothered, and, and covered. Yeah, covered, and I guess. I don't know. Like pancakes. Like buttermilk pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes. We're talking about hash browns, man. Waffle House. Shout out. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> Hit us up if you want. Yeah. Actually, don't because we no need Pepsi. the cast. No Pepsi products in this in this you know sacred non-Christian church. Just remember, Coke is God juice. Right. Yep. I I think that's it. Really, we've discussed embryonic stem cells fairly well. All right. Well, tune in next week. Thank you for stopping by and watching, listening something our podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>